Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Would you be the jerk for walking out of a birthday dinner when the topic of your bedroom life was being brought up? We'll get into that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for telling my brother he can't raise his child in my house? I, 27-year-old male, have had dreams of being a homeowner for as long as I can remember. I actually started saving for a house since I was 18. I bought a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house three years ago, and while it's not the best house, I am beyond blessed to have my own house, and homeownership is everything I always hoped it would be. To be able to come home and have everything exactly where I left it, to be able to play video games all day and have no one to tell me otherwise. It feels like I am free and in control of my own life, which is all I've always ever wanted. About a year ago, my older brother, 36-year-old male, and his wife, 30-year-old female, asked to move in with me, because while they can afford rent, they don't want to pay $2,000 a month for an apartment. While I didn't want them here, I reluctantly agreed because I can't tell my own brother that he can't live with me when I have two empty rooms in my house, knowing he would let me live with him if I'd ever asked. And I was also fortunate enough to have family to live with while I was saving to buy my house. I don't charge them any rent or ask for anything, but they give me around $400 a month to help out. My brother and his wife have been trying to conceive a child for a long time and are finally successful in doing so. They're expecting in a few months. While I'm extremely happy for them, I also do not want them living with me. I didn't buy my house for them. I bought it for me. I didn't sign up for having my living room filled with baby toys and having my gaming room turn into a kid's bedroom. I didn't sign up for my fridge being full of milk for a kid that isn't mine. This leads to today, where I've asked them to move out before the birth of their child. They were both extremely offended and hurt that I told them this. My family also seems to think it's wrong of me to ask them to find their own place when they're expecting a child. Am I the jerk for asking my brother to move out? Personally, as somebody that values their own space immensely, I don't think OP's the jerk here. I completely understand. You want that taste of single life. You bought the house for you. You probably went out of your way to find a house that had three bedrooms just so you could feel like you could spread out and have nothing but ample space to yourself. Especially with a baby on the way, knowing that you want control of your house and to just have a place of your own? I don't think you're the jerk for saying, listen, I was never really fully on board with this to begin with. I want to be able to reclaim my own place. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for making in... If he's not ready on time, he stays home, policy against my wife's wishes. My wife, 31-year-old female, and I, 33-year-old male, have a 3-year-old boy. He currently goes to daycare during the day. I generally drop him off, and then my wife's mother will pick him up. My wife cannot drive, so unfortunately she cannot take him. I've found that if I get my son out the door by 8.45, I can get him to the daycare and then be on time for work. Unfortunately, my wife tends to drag her feet with getting him fed and ready, so she's caused me to be late multiple times. 
I'm in a field where I simply cannot be late, and therefore the situation is unacceptable. I've been late four times since he started going to daycare, and my wife has only gotten less consistent. Last Wednesday, I realized that if I waited for my wife to get him fully ready, I'd be late to work. I simply walked out the door. She called me screaming angrily, but I told her that if she didn't want him to stay home, she should have him ready on time. The next day, she managed to get him out right at 8.45, but on Friday, it became clear again that she was going to cause me to be late. I just walked out the door. She texted me multiple times, and when I got home at around 11 p.m., she had a lot to say about it. I don't think I'm the jerk for my policy, seeing as I simply cannot afford to be late to work, but I wonder if there's something I'm not seeing here. I don't think OP's the jerk here, and I think the wife would have a lot more to say about OP losing their job because they're constantly late to work. This isn't some friend group hobby thing they're running off being 5 or 10 minutes late to. They're not missing happy hour by 25 minutes. They're being late to their job, which provides, I assume, very important income to your household. You can't just keep playing around with that and thinking it's okay. This next story is, am I the jerk for snooping on my baby camera? Am I the jerk? My mother-in-law was helping my husband with our baby. I got a notification on the baby camera in his crib and checked on it. When I opened it, my mother-in-law was talking about me to my husband. He was standing up for me, of course. She was lying to my husband about a conversation her and I had. I confronted her about what she said and she's mad I was snooping. Am I the jerk? Not gonna lie, I feel like if anybody does say OP's the jerk here, they're probably two-faced because come on, if you're in that situation and you check in on the baby camera to find out that they're talking about you, how many people out there are really not going to listen in? You would have to have some strong beliefs about snooping to be able to turn that off. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying to my parents that I won't give up my career and look after my brother once they've gone? Last week, my parents phoned me asking to come down the Friday just gone as they want me to talk about something important and they'd prefer to do it face to face. I agreed and came down Friday and we talked. My parents said that they've been delaying doing their wills for so long and decided it's finally time to get their affairs in order. I have a brother who's older than me, but he's autistic and I don't know if non-verbal is the right word, as he can only say a few words, like mom and dad, and although he's 26, it's more like he's a 10 year old if that makes sense. My parents told me they've got some sort of plan to go into the will and they've said their plan is if one of them were to die first, then my brother will live with the lone parent part time and a care home or assisted facility part time to give the lone parent a break. Then if the lone parent dies, the plan is for my brother to come and live with me and they'll set some sort of trust up so that each month, whatever he inherits goes into living costs. For example, if he inherited $100,000, not the actual amount, a trust would have been set up and $1,000 comes out each month to cover his living costs. Why, I said. My brother has the mind of a 10-year-old because he can't do anything without the help of our parents, like getting him dressed cleaned and ready and helping him with tasks and activities. My family members take turns on the weekend to have him so my parents can have a break to relax and recuperate. I know it's wrong of me and I shouldn't be but I'm not an emotional person and I'm not sympathetic as well. I said to my parents that I'm not giving up my career to look after him and when they both die I won't be taking him in. My brother and I's sibling relationship is non-existent, and I also don't feel equipped to look after him. 
I'm an honest person and will say that to me he would feel like a massive burden. I voiced my reasoning to my parents and I thought they would be more understanding. I basically feel he's better off in a place where people can actually help him and know what they're doing. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm just not prepared to give up my career or anything for him. I also stated to my parents, I'm more than happy to give up my half of the inheritance so the money can go on making sure he's looked after, like setting up a trust fund so that if they died and he went into an assisted living facility, his bills are paid and there's an allowance for him each month. My parents are completely upset with me and are disappointed in me for this. I feel justified, but now I'm wondering if I've been a total witch and a jerk when it comes to this. I think OP's just being honest. And honestly, bless the people that would be willing to take in somebody in that situation, but I'm willing to bet a lot of people, when faced with a reality that they might have to sacrifice a major part of their lives to take care of this person, would rather not. They need to start researching facilities and programs that the brother can stay in, And most importantly, if they really want to do a lot for him, both parents should go and get some really good life insurance. Overall, I just don't see many people being okay with becoming a full-time caregiver out of nowhere. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making my sister sleep in the dog bed outside overnight? So I'm currently in a leg and arm cast due to an accident, and so temporarily moved back home with the rents and my younger sister. My parents are currently out of town and so it was just me and my sister. My sister has a tendency of leaving her keys behind or losing them and usually we have to open for her. She was going out for a party Friday night and I warned her to triple check that she had her keys before she left. Surprise, surprise, she left the keys behind so she called me at like 3am drunk and telling me to open up for her. Getting up is missions in my condition and I warned, so I told her straight up that I wasn't coming downstairs to open for her, so she should call a friend and stay there for the night. Hung up and then put my phone on do not disturb. She screamed my name for a while until one of the neighbors told her to shut the freak up, and so she, instead of calling a friend, decided to sleep in the old dog bed outside. Found her there in the morning and woke her up to get inside. She was super pissed and yelled at me for making her sleep in the dog bed. She also found a tick on her later and blames that on me too. 
We've been fighting back and forth over this and so here we are for some impartial voices. I feel bad that she slept outside but also feel like that was poor choice on her part. Am I the jerk? I can't blame OP, they did everything they could to warn this person. And when you wake up at 3am with an arm and a leg and a cast, to go downstairs, I mean you have to like carefully go down one stair at a time, it's just ridiculous. It's her choice that she slept on the dog bed regardless. I'm guessing she didn't drive because if so I would question why they didn't just sleep in their car. But yeah, I can't fault OP here. This next story is, am I the jerk for letting my child ride her pony to school? My 36 year old female, child 7 year old female, asked if she could ride her pony to school last week. For context, we have a small paddock attached to our home where we keep two horses, one for me and one for my child. Every morning before school, my child gets all of her pony chores done before we leave and we normally walk to school which takes around 20 minutes. We live on the outskirts of a fairly populated city where it's not uncommon to see horses occasionally, but we're by no means in a rural village. I agreed to let my daughter ride her pony to school because I thought it was a harmless fun thing to do and it also gives the pony some exercise as we had evening plans and wouldn't be riding that evening. We arrived at the school gates and of course gathered a little bit of a crowd which wasn't a problem. The pony is very good and lapped up all of the pats and strokes from the kids. One girl came bounding over from the year above my daughter and started shouting at me saying she wanted to ride. I politely told her that she couldn't because she doesn't have a riding hat and she would have to learn on a safer horse. She immediately started hysterically crying and pleading with her mom saying he wanted to ride. Her mom looked at me with disgust and said, See, this is what happens when you have no self-awareness and bring a freaking horse to school and stormed off dragging her kid with her. I was a bit taken aback, but ignored her, sent my child into school, and walked the pony home. I was talking to my friend this weekend, and she said I was in fact the problem, and I was blatantly showing off and should have known that this would cause upset and problems. My response is I turn up to the school gates and jodhpurs and boots regularly, so everyone probably knows I have horses. Is that showing off too? All I wanted to do is let my daughter do something a bit silly and fun. Now I'm really overthinking it though and almost feel nervous to do school drop-off tomorrow. So, am I the jerk for letting my daughter ride her horse to school? I don't think OP's the jerk here, as long as they're not breaking any laws or regulations and the school themselves aren't flipping out about it. Their kid being entitled and freaking out over the pony and not being able to ride it is kind of the kid and sort of the parents issue. I don't think OP did anything wrong here and honestly for the rest of those kids, It was probably an awesome thing getting to see a horse come to school like that. I know if I experienced that back then as a kid, I would have gotten a kick out of it. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother if he's going to be late, don't show up? I, 31-year-old female, and my husband, 29-year-old male, got married a week ago. Yay! I spent two years planning my wedding and everything was great except for my brother's, 36-year-old male, tardiness with every event he came to. For context, my brother and I don't get along, never have. I only invited him for my parents. Also, I was adopted so he's not biologically related to me. He's always late and in the past we've had to tell him an event was two hours earlier than it really was so he would be on time. He was late to my high school and college graduation and missed me walk both times. When I was sending invitations, I put an extra note in his that read as follows. I know mom, dad, and I would love for you to attend, but if you're going to be late, 
don't bother showing up. Your girlfriend and her daughter are welcome to attend with or without you. He called me for the first time in years and cussed me out for the note. I held my ground and said I would still appreciate him coming to the wedding, but I won't allow him to interrupt the ceremony by being late. He then called my parents and yelled at them as well. They said it was my wedding, and they stood by my decision. He came to the wedding, but he walked in as I was walking down the aisle and walked past me to his seat. I was horrified and embarrassed and mad. I didn't know exactly what I was feeling in the moment, but it was a mixture of things. After the ceremony, my dad and my biological father, who I've become close with over the years since I met him, both spoke to my brother about how that was inappropriate and rude. My brother didn't care and asked where the bar was. He was forced to leave. Am I the jerk? I think this is just a situation of the truth hurts sometimes, and OP's just expressing this when they've had a history of maybe not ruining things necessarily, but there's a chance they would ruin things here by showing up late. I think it was fair what OP said, even if it makes him upset that it might make him look bad. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother his three foot long beard and hair is unprofessional? I work at a company in a position with some influence. My brother is looking for a job and I encouraged him to apply at my company. I wasn't a part of the process, but thankfully he was offered the position. The interview was conducted over a video call, so I know that the interview panel don't really have a clear idea of how long my brother's hair and beard really is. Both his beard and hair are around waist level and are not particularly well kept. Most people who would see it likely assume he's homeless or in a cult. He's looked like this for a couple years, and everyone we know, aside from him and his wife, think it's unattractive and creepy. This is an office professional workplace and a position that involves frequent interactions with the general public. The handbook doesn't specifically state exact hair or beard lengths, but it does say appearance should be neat and professional. So I told him and his wife that while he doesn't need to entirely cut off his beard or hair, he does need to trim at least a little off. Well, his wife is absolutely outraged I dare even ask such a thing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. She compared it to asking a fat person to lose weight, to ask a Muslim to cut his beard, which I don't think is actually a part of Islam, but whatever, forcing a trans person to wear clothes that does not match their gender identity, etc. She says, if a 12-inch beard is okay, why isn't a 3-foot long beard? I reply, the recipe says a teaspoon of salt, so of course, 5 cups of salt is okay. She accused me of pretending it's company policy when it's actually about my personal disagreement with his appearance. While it's true that I have been open about how awful his beard appears, it's also true that the company does have a policy about appearing professional. And having a three foot long, untamed, thin, dry, crispy beard is hard to justify as professional. On the one hand, my sister-in-law claims this is a part of his identity and reflects his self-image. On the other hand, my brother claims he appears this way because he doesn't care about his appearance. 
I try to explain that he could cut half his beard off and he'd still have an extremely long beard that matches his identity, but she's still absolutely offended. To be honest, I think she cares more about proving a point than what's actually best for my brother's health. She said if he crapped in his pants, she wouldn't make him change his clothes if he didn't want to. I do believe she sincerely loves him, but I think this is a form of abuse. Am I the jerk for honestly telling him his appearance is too unprofessional for his new job? I think honestly it's fair, if you have concerns, to mention them. For OP to go and die on this hill though is maybe a little bit much. Ultimately, they did get the job, and video call or not, if they have an issue with his appearance, they'll probably tell them themselves. This next story is, am I the jerk for saying to my neighbors I don't like their kids? I, 29-year-old female, am child-free by choice as I don't want kids and all I'm focused on is my career and my ambitions. A year ago, I bought my first house in an area I fell in love with, but there's loads of kids that live here too, all under 13. The kids don't come up to my house or talk to me, so I'm okay with that. I also know that every mom and dad out there thinks their children are the greatest children ever and that's okay. What happened was the parents were all outside and so was I, and we all had a cup of tea and a nice chat. They immediately started talking about children and I just minded my own business whilst they talked about their kids. One of my neighbors said that's why me likes my children and my children are her favorite and that's why she wants kids. I simply replied back that I'm child free by choice and I stated facts that I don't like her children or anyone else's children and I won't be having children. She went indoors and seems upset. The neighbors think I was a bit too harsh. Am I a jerk? I think both sides are kind of at fault here. She didn't need to go on and say all of these things that were almost like seeking validation or out of some kind of weird insecurity. At the same time, OP could have just said, they're child free by choice. They didn't have to say, I don't like you or your kids. I get OP has strong, particular feelings. Doesn't mean they have to be a jerk. Our next story is, am I the jerk for yelling at my wife for siding with my 5 year old son? So about 20 minutes ago, I saw my 5 year old kid on the floor spinning in circles with sharp scissors. I asked him to stop nicely because it was a dangerous situation. He didn't want to listen to me. I asked a few more times, slightly raising my voice and the urgency of the situation, and he eventually stopped. I asked him to hand me the scissors and he then kicked them at me. I told him to try handing them to me again. He hucked them at me. I tried once more to get him to hand them over kindly. He aimed them at me and started jabbing the air in my direction with the scissors. I kind of exploded at him because the situation was becoming dangerous. He got scared and dropped the scissors. He started crying and asking why I was yelling at him. I took them away. I told him to go sit down in a timeout while I figured out how to deal with the situation. This is not about me and my kid, but just a preface to why I'm so mad right now. I agree, I might have handled that situation better, but I saw a belated implement being aimed at me and reacted. I'm more asking, am I the jerk about what happened with my wife? Ten minutes passed and so I asked my kid to come talk to me. When he came and sat down to talk, my wife started yelling at me that I was being too serious. In my eyes, safety comes first, not emotions. My wife yelled at me that I needed to let it go. I started telling her that if she didn't care about my physical safety, then she can stay out of the conversation. She often is controlling when it comes to me instituting talks and consequences with our kids. She told me I was being a jerk. I had the convo with my 5 year old where I explained that no matter what, we never aim scissors at anyone like that. 
that if we do, we will probably be getting screamed at because of the danger to others. He was upset he got yelled at. I told him that didn't matter in comparison to threatening someone with scissors. Fast forward a bit, I ended the 10 minute talk with my kid and he went back to playing. My wife came at me saying I was being a jerk and super intense. I told her of course, my safety was at risk, so I responded to the threat how I would to anyone pointing scissors at me and jabbing them violently in the air. She said I was overreacting, that I'm an adult and shouldn't yell at 5 year olds. As a side note, I almost never yell. When I did, it really freaked my kid out. I'm usually super calm and understanding about stuff. I am so upset about this and the fact that she tried to shut me down over what I see as a valid concern that I'm shaking. So as always, am I the jerk or is she the jerk? Or are we both jerks? I sincerely want to know because at this point, I'm just angry and upset about the whole affair. Well, first things first, I think most people would agree that OP dealt with the situation initially in a bad way. If your kid has scissors and you ask them to give them to you and they say no, or you ask, okay, give them to me nicely and they start kicking them around, that's when you just go and you remove those scissors. You don't give them three, four tries. I think really emotions were high and probably both sides probably could have calmed down and tried to deal with this a little bit more civilly. In the long run, it's going to be a lot better if you guys can refrain from just being so heated at each other. Anybody getting in this argument, trying to explain their side to the point where they're just shaking? I don't think that's healthy regardless, right? This next story is, am I the jerk for walking out of my friend's birthday dinner after my sex life was brought up? My friend Julie and I, 38 year old female, have been friends for 25 years and are very close. Right now we're both single. What's bothering me is Julie is obsessed with sex. She acts like she's a character in Sex in the City. She overshares everything. And I think because I used to talk about sex when I was younger, she still thinks that applies to current times. For what it's worth, I haven't spoken about my sex life in years. At my birthday party a few years ago, Julie asked me in front of our friends when the last time I'd hooked up was, and got super offended when I wouldn't answer, to the point where our friend had to step in and say, leave her alone. Last month I was out with Julie and randomly she said, I'm going to ask you a question and you're not going to like it. Then she said, when was the last time you hooked up? Like an idiot, I answered her. I'd been drinking and my guard was down. My fault completely. Yesterday we went out to dinner for Julie's birthday and her mom was there. At some point, her mom asked why it's been so many years since I'd had sex. I was shocked and couldn't believe Julie told her mom my personal business. She complains so much about her mom, how she's a narcissist and how she set boundaries with her, etc. Apparently not. I was freaking upset and embarrassed. After a few minutes, I got up like I was going to the restroom and instead walked right out of the restaurant. Once I was safely on the train, I texted Julie and told her I had to leave because I did not want to be there anymore after what happened. Julie is really upset and is saying she's sorry, but right now I don't think I can ever talk to her about anything again. All she does is run to her mom and blab everything and who knows who else. Am I the jerk for walking out? I think I handled it wrong, but I don't know. I just couldn't sit there for the rest of the night and hang out like nothing happened. I can't blame OP. They didn't sign up for that. They didn't ask for it. They didn't want it. I just think if you're comfortable enough to confide something like that in your friends, 
that's something you do so with the intention or the expectation that they're going to keep it between you guys. When you find out your friend's an open book about that kind of thing, you don't really feel too comfortable telling them anything too personal. This next story is, am I the jerk for yelling at my niece after she laughed at my disabled child's voice? I, 34-year-old female, have a son Lucas, 12-year-old male. I had a challenging pregnancy with many complications, and Lucas was born with several disabilities and medical conditions. Some of his conditions affect his voice. His voice slurs and he stutters sometimes. He is very insecure about this, as it means people don't take him seriously, even though he is a very bright kid. This Friday evening, there was a family gathering at my mother's house. My sister, 35-year-old female, and my niece Sarah, 15-year-old female, were both there. This is the first time Lucas had seen each other in a few years, and he was excited to see her again. When she arrived, Lucas came over and said hello to her. The whole time, she had this strange look on her face, like she was holding back laughter, and I could tell Lucas was uncomfortable. This would happen every time he spoke. She would chuckle a little and try to hide it or cover her mouth to hide it. Lucas looked super embarrassed and I was getting angry. Eventually, he said he wasn't feeling well and my husband drove him home. My husband texted me telling me Lucas had started crying when he got in as he was super upset after his cousin's laughter. I asked Sarah if she wanted to explain what Lucas had been saying that she found so funny. She went red and didn't answer. My sister said Sarah was just a kid and I couldn't expect her to respond any differently. I told my sister she needed to teach her kid not to be such an ignorant brat. Sarah got angry and said she wasn't a brat. I snapped and told her to shut up and stop acting like one. Sarah and my sister ended up leaving and my parents said I took it too far. Am I the jerk? I think at 15 years old, I was old enough to recognize when somebody had a condition like that and to react to it appropriately. At the worst, if I did laugh for whatever reason, I think I would have had enough common sense to try to apologize honestly for it. Sadly, just based off of their reactions, I don't know if they'll learn something from this. Our next story is, am I the jerk for snapping at my nephew because he ate my daughter's food? So my daughter, 6 year old female, is a very picky eater. Not in the sense that she'll pout and whine if she doesn't like what's on her plate, but more like she'll actually throw up and have something resembling a mini panic attack. Because of that, whenever we have our weekly dinners with my husband's side of the family, my mother-in-law will make a separate dish for my daughter that she knows she will like. My daughter hates most spices, so most of the time no one else likes her food, so there's no need to make it a dish for everyone. Two days ago, we had our dinner and we were running a little late because it had been a bad day for my daughter and we were both irritated at that point. When we got there, I saw my nephew, 15, eating my daughter's food. I knew it was hers since she was having a completely different dish than everyone else and my mother-in-law had told me what it was and sent me a picture to show my daughter since it was a new recipe she was trying. My daughter also saw it and started bawling. It was a very hard day for her already and I guess this is what finally broke her. Everyone came running into the kitchen to see what was happening and when my sister-in-law saw what her son was doing, she immediately scolded him but the damage was done. I gave my daughter to my husband and asked to wait for me in the car. Once they left, I snapped at my nephew that just because his parents never taught him to shut his mouth for a little while doesn't mean he can just eat whatever he wants. He knew it was my daughter's food. He knew how she is about food and he still chose to eat it. I gave my sister-in-law a hard look and left. Everyone had been bombing the family group chat fighting over who's on the wrong. Edit, I see it coming up a lot. 
by my sister-in-law scolding my nephew, I meant that she pointed at my daughter's food, told him not to do that next time since it's his cousin's food, and lightly slapped his wrist like he's a five-year-old. Also, my daughter's food was on the other end of the counter, so no one will get confused. Am I the jerk? I mean, they're 15 years old. If they knew that it was specifically food not meant for him, he should have been more than capable of not eating it. At 15, you're not like a mindless child. You have a conscience. You have an idea of what is right and what is wrong. Does it excuse how much OP snapped at them? I'm not sure. I mean, with the added context that it's just a slap on the wrist and a... You know better than that, don't do it next time. I could understand how, with everything going on, how it had been a hard day already, that the frustration's just boiling. I'd like to know what you guys think. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.